Well, welcome everybody once again. This is the Five Mics Podcast. It's your co-host Dino. We back a little change of scenery. We got Tim up in this spot, Monte, Io, and James. How y'all doing? Good, man. Good. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantabulous. Episode 12. A little quick little dozen on y'all. We we doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? Every week we in there. Moving. We out here, cuz. Out here. What does that even mean? Anyway. No. Um, <laughs> what, what does that? Should we break it knows. down for the You're out there? Well, it used to be like for the uh, Hawaiians. I used to be like a. You, if you ask about me, you gonna you gonna know. That's basically what it means. I yeah. thought it's like I'm in these streets, like I'm doing. That's what I'm so, saying. That's the same so, thing. He don't know. He's from Africa. Remember? Or it can mean you're doing really well. Are there streets at something? You're successful, Mauchir. Are there streets in Africa? <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Not me. Are there streets in Georgia? <laughs> Roads, horses. That's pretty. That's actually the, the country. That's pretty valid. That's valid. The country. Yeah, yeah the there's country. some. Oh, hello. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the bloopers. All right, uh, let's get into some shit. Uh, what we got? NFL started today. Yeah. Actually, this is the first day in a very long time that are what five sports that are going right now: basketball, baseball, yeah. football, hockey, and soccer. So mm-hmm. welcome. Are we out of COVID? COVID is done. We're done with it. Streets is dead. It's it's dead. It's, you know, no one who's quarantining 100%, who's locking themselves down in the crib. Nope. It started off, everyone had their stay-at-home tags on their Instagram story. Now people are on vacation. They're going out with their friends, patio drinks, indoor drinks, clubs packed, mask, no mask. It's over. Let's just... It's going to be cold and flu season, first of all. So now you're not even going to know if you get COVID or if you have the cold. And eventually we're all just going to get sick. Yeah. And then, and then we're all just gonna go about our lives, you know. Shout outs to the essential workers, but we're done. Yeah, we're basically done. I think when it when it started, it was like there was a, these big stories of uh, Idris Elba had it, and it was oh he got it, and then it, it kind of blew up. And then now that you can tell people aren't scared of COVID anymore, now it's oh the Rock got it. So everybody's like oh what the Rock got it? It's too buff. And and then huh? He's too buff. He's good. <laughs> and then and then there was a. Um, uh, ESPN uh, ran a quick article that said that uh, this college freshman uh, football player like died from it, but then like two minutes later, it came back and it said um, there's no evidence that he died from complications of COVID. So I was like, all right, so they're really trying to push. It. I don't know why they're still trying to push it, but yeah, I think like you said, Ayo, I think I think it's done. Man, Streets it's, is done. Yeah, out here. Oh, oh. You're drinking wine today? Who is this man? Yeah, man. Is that crimes, right? I'm on that. 19. Yeah. 19 crimes. The Cabernet, though. Yeah. Yeah. I got a cab in the uh, cover right now. About to crack. Yeah. Probably gotta be Sunday. on that growing up. You're drinking cabs. You know, everybody else be drinking Merlot Pino. and Pinot Noirs. No, no, no fire. It's straight, but like a cab, yo. Pinot Grigio is the one you don't want. That's like That's why. That's why, though. Yeah. You don't want that. Dude, you yeah. sound like you're drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta wait for what's the vocabulary words gonna yeah. slip out today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so shout out to NFL. Well, not shout out to NFL, but whatever. Um, I don't watch the NFL, <laughs> so we can give a shout out. Colin Kaepernick. Though, I don't know. Like, in, I think like the uh, NFL like breeds like a different excitement for sports. Yeah. Like you know when like the NBA came back and everybody was talking like, oh my god, they're on the bubble, they're doing their thing, but like it was like. Ugh. But like when the NFL comes back, it's just like you just got like something different to get excited for. And I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Even though I like basketball way more, it's just like 
football, I feel like just like gets like a different kind of energy. And I don't know if it's just like the fantasy football aspect of things, or if it's the betting, or people like just feel like they care more. The thing I with football though, Thursday. Uh, I was just gonna say is uh, you got games Thursday, yeah, that's what I was Sunday, say. Monday. Yeah, you know I'm saying like baseball Saturday too, London. Saturday. Well, yeah, oh, no, they're like, not doing that this yeah. year. Probably. Like college like baseball ball, is every day. Yeah, yeah so it's out the like two times in one day. That's 182 games in baseball. Yeah, football. you can go to a game for ten dollars and get a hot dog. You know, <laughs> there's so much that goes with football. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things now where like even this game tonight, you got people watching a football game not knowing anything about these teams, but it's football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's because they have that one day. Of course, you love that segment. It's football, looking as <laughs> America's team ass head. That boy loves some football. <laughs> oh, you want to do Cabernet, we get huh? Booby, Cabernet. Cabernet. We, get Cabernet. <laughs> we get it, Booby. All right. Um, so they put Colin Kaepernick in Madden. Yeah. Um, they rated him like 81, which is like 12th or 13th best quarterback. Um, this is after last year they Big Sean had his song on that soundtrack. And uh, he had a Kaepernick reference, and they bleeped that out. Yeah. So one year later, they put him back in the game. Of course, mm-hmm. he's a free agent. Yeah. Um, and he's actually rated higher than Cam Newton, who it's was in the Super Bowl, right? Like a couple years ago? Yeah. yeah the MVP yeah. was an MVP. Man, they got yeah. Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz at 84, and they got Cap at 81. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I think. Is it a sympathy rating? Exactly, it has to be. Yeah. Like we, we got to give, we got to yeah. give you yeah. eighty-one, uh, eighty-one. Like ass, just cause. Man. But then again, I don't even know, man. Madden ratings have always been garbage. Like I could take a player who's like sixty-seven and win a Super Bowl with them. Well, people swear by that yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? Like you got yeah. people that care more about their Madden ratings than they care about anything. Else. I heard uh, Lamar Jackson had an interview and he won MVP. And he said he won MVP. He didn't cry when he was on the cover of Madden. He cried. You know what I'm saying? So like mm. something about Madden, especially when you. When we was kids, we yeah, all created our play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just those ratings. People yeah. die for them ratings. Yeah. Um, Trump tweeted said. Oh shit. Uh, he, he tweeted. He said. Uh, um, oh, he said why? You know why'd y'all bother putting him in the game? But I guess he's a free agent. But I guess I'm a free agent too. So put me in the game. And so Cap. Oh, he said tweet, that? Yeah. So Cap tweeted back said he said uh, he's not qualified. And so Cap tweeted back saying. Um, uh, well, I'm not qualified to be a president, and you're in there, so sign me up. So, oh, yeah, so, so, so he's yeah. So he, he I'm with the smoke, fam. Yeah, oh, that's still on. Dude, he he does everything. Like, I mean, I don't I don't think he should have been an 81. I definitely think it was a 70 um, rating. I kind of I feel like if he was too low, EA would would be get like flagged. yeah, be like oh why you why you do that? You put him back in. He's that low. But but if you think about it that way, it's a catch twenty two now because like obviously you're gonna catch flag for being rated too high. Yep. Just as well as you are rated too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he shouldn't have been an 81, though. Not. What, yeah, what starter is he better than right now? Uh, Nobody. Because you don't it's, know. Fitz, yeah. Is Fitz Magic starting for the. No. Uh, but he, at yeah, least he, he played. He ain't played. So I wouldn't say anybody. Yeah, he, you take either way, he hasn't played in four years. What is like Drew Locke? What is he rated? He's probably rated higher than Drew Locke if he's Drew that close to Dak and Carson. Yeah, I don't even think he's better than Drew Locke, probably. I don't think so either. Drew Locke's kind of nice, actually. Just watch out. Just for you sports head, watch out for Drew Locke this Did year. Did you draft him on your fantasy? But the only thing no. that sucks, though, no. us no. being from Minnesota, I think, all, like, I think Cap's best highlights is against us, bro. No, it's, no, it's, <laughs> against, the, it's against the Packers. Is it? He used to run it's through us in the playoffs. He took off on the Vikings one game, bro. bro. Like, he, ran, like he set a playoff run. record for rushing yards from a quarterback against the Packers in the divisional playoffs. Oh, man. He, just, he loved the NFC North then, huh? I have nightmares. 
The 49ers, period. They just whoop our ass anytime they're good, anytime we play them. So I just, yeah, fucking them. Them and the Seahawks, I don't like. Yeah. Sports is fixed, man. That's what I'm on right now. We just, we just talked about that. But he'd be listening to the pod. Just so you guys know, it's 7 to 6 KC. You just scored. Um, Who scored? Easy. Like the person? Yeah. yeah. He don't know. So you want me to click into this shit? Yeah, <laughs> we got fantasy football, I bro. My, well, I guess I could look at my own my own thing. We're supposed to be podcasting. Travis Kelsey. Travis See, Kelsey. look, Travis Travis Kelsey. See, look how nice. look how important oh, football is already. Shorty back. It's already encroaching <laughs> on the. Uh, <laughs> Caleb. We're already encroaching oh, on right, podcast up? time. But yeah, COVID's right. COVID's done. Colin Kaepernick is in the. Oh, game. another COVID joint. So Kevin Hart did a couple tour shows, and it was yeah. like uh, um, social distance. So it was outside. People had like their own little pods. So it was like, I don't know, two to four people it looked like. Um, and they were spaced out. Um, and I know at least he did two shows. So that's pretty dope. So, yeah. but our concert's coming back. Have you seen the one? I think it was like in Europe, yeah, never bro, questions. like a month ago. No. It was like a month ago. Whereas they had the same kind of similar thing. Yeah, they were sitting like, on top of the thing. Yeah, yeah, like they all had their own little stage. Kind of, it looked like a stage kind of thing, but it was like two people a stage, and they were just like spaced out. Mm-hmm. Is that what it looked like? No, nah, these people were on the grass. Uh-huh. Like they were just sitting on like towels or something. Or and like, kind of like and had to pay thing. to come in and sit on the grass. Yeah, it was kind of like Chappelle's thing. Huh? I'm not paying anybody to sit on the grass. I don't care who I'm watching. If I'd I pay watch, you, I'd watch Chappelle. <laughs> but back to the question. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. You our got concert's our concert coming, coming back. You're drinking, you're drinking your cab back. too fast. No. Um, it'll it, it, it take too much for him to come back. You got to think about a concert. I mean, like, it's tight, You couldn't though. do that all the time. You don't think so? Bro, you know you know how, like, concerts are. Like, the better the seat is the closest to the stage. And people are going to rush the stage no matter what. Yeah. This NFL know? game got 16,000 people. I was up, just right? going to say that. Just if if this works, they're going to put concerts Just do the same though. concert, yeah. bro. Just Treat it like a metal detector. Yeah. You walk through the metal detector. You never get through them things. But like how many like you gotta think about like the the, <laughs> the the cost of that. If a concert did that, they're not making money back. That thing, we don't even know how much it costs. The NFL does. NFL has different money than the concert. But I'm saying it's gonna have to end up being mandatory for any kind of event. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna have to just buck up and do yeah, it. Yeah, but mandatory also comes with dollar signs. Who's gonna pay? Shoot if I'm so gonna say, oh, we go, we're gonna let everybody come in to this concert if you go through this detector. But then you got to think about it. Now what goes up? The price of the ticket goes up. The money that the artist is going to make goes down. They still That's gonna not go. happening. People still going to go. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, tell, let's tell people what that but is. So like you guys said, it's like a metal detector thing, and it, there's two two. It's like the airport. Three. Like when you go to the yeah. airport and you got to put your right, arms yeah. up like and this, and it da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's clean, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to think, like, if you go to a Kendrick Lamar concert yesteryear, 2019 or before, you paid $200 for a ticket. Now you, you paid. No, I'm just saying. Now you pay. Yeah. I've been to the concert. Where you had to pay for that J Cole ticket. Don't let me. Put that, that was on cheaper. It. But you paid than two, the first time. You paid twice. Look, those first, those the second pair of tickets was cheaper than one ticket by himself the first night. So, I was tight. So, yeah. See, so you paid a lot. But you paid more because you got to think about right. it. You still had to pay for those tickets. J Cole, but, huh? Yeah. Continue. What? What? What, what is wrong? <laughs> you know. Sound set, you know. Oh. Continue, continue, though. Continue, I thought you were talking about the merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not the merchandise. <laughs> not the merchandise. J. Cole snuffed me, no, bro. So, like, he played uh, me, bro. But you got to think about, like, how much money like, like, certain mad. people will lose. Like, a right, venue go is going to cost more. That device is going to cost, obviously. And then, you know, it, is it even 100% proof? 
we don't know yet. You know, the game is still going on. No one's reported back saying that they haven't got COVID from going to I the game. I think the NFL is going to die in about a week. But No. No, I just feel like that. They will never let that happen. I overheard this from somebody. I think the NFL is going to save COVID. Like, it's literally going to be the NFL is going to be like, oh, man, we figured it out with yeah. this machinery or, you know, obviously with their yeah. money, you yeah. know. Keep everybody quiet who said they got it. Mm-hmm. Shit, you could pay me 200K. I would say I ain't had shit. But real talk, though, at what point in time is enough enough, enough though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm at, I'm at the point now where, bro, I went to a restaurant, had a mask on, walked in, took my mask off. The moment I had my mask off, I'm upstairs, and there's music, there's a DJ, and there's bodies. So tell me what they did. They just did this, check my temperature. I walked in there. I was fine. You know what I'm saying? And, that's, and that, was, that was in Texas. And I've seen plenty of places now where people are doing things. I mean... At what point in time are people just going to be like, you know what, man, enough's enough. I thought we were already there. We don't really care. Nah, so I went to Vegas and it was kind of popping on a Wednesday. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I was yeah. nervous. I was like, all right, I'm getting my in and out. i go back to my room. See, I've seen it when I was in North Carolina, too. I was like, bro, that place is packed body to body, no face mask. And I was like, eh. I didn't go in, but I was like, oh, man, dude, in normal times, obviously, it wouldn't take me nothing but two seconds to get out of the car and hop inside of that bar. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like second guessing things. And even like you, like you said, bro. Some of these places is not taking the same way, same, same precautions. If I hop on an airplane and the airport was like, oh, yeah, six feet, stay social distance, practice social distance. But you sit me next to some guy I don't even know where he's coming from, where he's been or where he's exactly. going. Yeah, so crazy. it's just like one of those things like, what are we doing here? You know, but obviously you still got to take it serious. Paper over people, bro. Yeah, because I don't want, like, Ooh. obviously I don't want to get Shabbat. sick. And I've been fortunate enough to travel to some places and I haven't got sick yet, you know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I think all of us. All of us have traveled in, and we've been lucky enough to not get it. We kind of we there was a point where we were like, "How are the traveling that we've done, the places that we've gone? How do we not have it uh, at that point?" So I think it, I had yeah, it. I think I had it already. I had a night where I swear I lost taste, bro. Yeah, yeah. And we all, you and I, old Jeff, thought y'all had it. Told yourself you had it. Yeah, for a whole day. Oh, I if couldn't breathe. Nah, 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 this was two weeks ago. I told y'all two weeks ago. But have you ever oh, talked yeah, yourself yeah. into being sick? Like, oh, yeah, that's what they. That's what they do all the time. Every winter. Oh, I got it. Bro, Monte said. Monte said, "Can you hold your breath?" He goes, and we sitting there. He goes, "Hold your breath for however long." I think I held my breath for maybe twenty seconds. He freaked out. I'm normally terrified. Same with Aya. Aya was like, he was like, "No, that's not normal for me." You know, my workout, I felt a little off. We got tested, came back negative. Next day, we hold our breath for sixty seconds. <laughs> Two minutes, like, yeah. yo, come on, man. How does that happen? Look, RB, look, your behavior tells you whether or not you believe in something, right? If we thought COVID was this deadly thing that was going to be killing us, we probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast. We would be at home, locked in. And if you think about the way, like, different people's behavior, like, so, like, we know who it affects mostly, unfortunately, older people, unfortunately, people with obesity, unfortunately, people with, like, diseases, right? But I saw another example, like, if we, if we thought, for example, like kids and babies were getting it, everybody would lock in. Mm-hmm. Nobody would leave the house. Mm-hmm. If we thought kids and babies and stuff would die from COVID, nobody would leave the house. Everyone would be doing that. But if you look at our behavior, everyone has their rules that they break for COVID, right? Yeah. It's like you have your you have your gathering of friends who is like six to eight to ten people, maybe more, but they're your homies, so they don't got COVID. Oh, you're date you're date you're dating somebody who goes to a job where they expose to other people. Oh, the person the person I'm dating, not even someone you're living with. Oh, I'm dating them. They, they don't have COVID, right? Yeah. We break all we make all these little concessions. We think that people we don't know aren't going to give us COVID, right? So mm-hmm. people aren't 
Come on. Even with y'all, like we don't see each other until this night when we record. And then during the whole week, I don't know who any of y'all around. But every time we get together, we do this. Ain't no social distancing, but it is what it is. But it's like women, though. I've been locking down. Bro, but no, I don't know. I treat it like an honor system, bro. Honor system. It's like you, you got to think about it. Would you really put somebody that you're going to be doing something with in a predicament where it jeopardize their health? <laughs> but you don't know what I'm doing, though. But the thing is, would you come up in here? Would you come up in here after like a week off? Bro, I do every week. But are you going out doing reckless stuff? I'm playing football. I'm out there. I was in Texas. The list goes on. Bro, that was three weeks ago. Son, that's an example. Like one trip in the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an example. You talking about an honor system. You know, bro, I was in the club in Texas, right? Oh, I came bro. back here and we recorded. You didn't tell us that. <laughs> Nigga. You didn't tell us that. I got a cough now. This man went to a club oh. in Texas. So How was that? They, they check your temperature? Yeah, in the you were in Decatur. No, that was him. Brewing beers. Yeah, it was. No, yeah, so. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was saying, what, was East Atlanta? What do you call it? East Atlanta, Playboy? No, nah, East Atlanta. Oh, now he don't know where zone East six? Atlanta is now. I'm I don't. Zone six. The zone six. Why you point to me? Zante. Zante, Zante when well, he was definitely in Atlanta. <laughs> Zante. Whoa, how much is in that bottle, bro? Hey, check the bottle. <laughs> what? Zante, COVID is canceled. COVID is canceled and also all females are illogical. Let's just get it out of the way, fellas. Let's no, you can get it out of the way. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding, ladies. Just kidding, ladies. I'm not. Looking, I'm backtracking. No, no, no. Well, we, oh. no we were, we were having I a com- no, we were having a conversation. And they put us all in it right now. I was having a, I was leading the conversation. <laughs> I was right there with you about how hey, mute when you are trying to. So first, it started off with this meme we saw, right? This meme I saw that I reposted, and it says something like, uh, "If your girl ever gets mad at you, tell her to just chill." <laughs> <laughs> which which we all know is like the worst possible thing that you could ever say yeah. to your girlfriend, right? Your wife, whatever. Because when you get into an argument with a woman, she's never going to chill. She's never going to chill and you could you could create a mathematical equation breaking down every logical step of the argument. It can make sense and then she'll switch the shit around and she'll hit you with the well, I just feel like, oh, you know what? I just feel like, da 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 Next thing you know, there's a rambling rant, and then you don't know what to do. It's like you're shadow boxing a ghost. Like, you have no idea what to do with the I just feel like conversation. So, ladies, what we're trying to tell you is that when we break something down to you logically, and it bypasses that area of your brain, and then the conversation gets switched somewhere, you got to admit a little bit, ladies, some of you guys know deep down, not making generalizations about all but sometimes, you know, the logic train kind of goes a little bit off the tracks. And next thing you know, we're getting into some wrestling match in an argument. And I've never been in an argument with a female one time where I felt like I came out of there explaining everything logically. And she was like, you know what? Yes, Io, you are correct. Everything you said in that logical order made sense. So I'm throwing it out there. It's difficult to have an argument in the relationship due to the more elevated 
emotional nature of Dude, women. Out here with God. Verbiage. <laughs> so men, men move more off of logic. Yes. Or logic. And women move more off emotion. That's an actual fact. Yeah. Correct. Factoid. But you can't go. even say that anymore because you get canceled. You can't say that men and women are different anymore. You can't say that. That sounds like. No, they can cancel me then. They sa- that sounds oh. bad, right? Men use logic more and women use emotion I more. I didn't say that. See? I said they're more logic. They they're use. more. They use. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that women don't use logic. Of course you use logic. <laughs> Because you would you would you need to use logic in order At to be successful in your professions and everything like that. But when it comes to when it's when you're having in relationships, that's why there's that tor- turmoil when you're trying to hash things out. We're having a conversation on one one parallel, and you're having a conversation over here in another universe. And I've been in so many arguments where I, not even arguments, just even just talking debates, conversations where I'm like, "What just happened?" I don't even, I don't even hey, know. Like, uh, I just get twisted up. And ladies and gentlemen, you know. that was Io. Just so you guys know, his <laughs> ad is Io the author. But Tim's there too. But hey, Tim what's is, up, what's is Tim Nella. This is the relationship Never satisfied. Hashtag and we, 35. when you're brave, you <laughs> say the things you actually mean on wax. So that's me putting it on wax because these are conversations we need to have. So here's the thing. So coming from a person that has already been canceled, allegedly, a fake cancel because FJ to pick this man. F that whack stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So like I'll say it again. Um uh, nah, I'm with you a thousand percent. Yeah, don't leave me hanging. No. Hey, you already know I'm not worried about it because I'm in a relationship. So the thing with me is everything we talked about earlier, that's exactly the kind of stuff that now fortunate enough I don't argue with my significant other. Like we don't do that just because you can't really argue with the person like me. Whoa. But, no, I explained it. What, why? What's a person no. like you? What? No, I just I'm not here for it. You gotta no. talk into the mic. That's I'm not, better that way. I'm not I'm not here for arguments. I'm I'm one of those people where I just Io said it, hit it on the head. If you want to get mad at me for doing something, I will hit you with something logical at the fact that it's not even worth an argument. Because women want people who are passionate, who are um who are out there trying to get it, trying to work, right? That's what it is. And then when they with you and you doing that, then they want to revert back and they say that you're doing too much of that stuff. And then I look at it and I go, but Mm. you look at these other dudes out here, you call these dudes uh, deadbeats and you don't want to be around them dudes. You want to be around people like me. This is what you're going to get with a person like me. So truly it's just, you put yourself in this this position, I did it because I knew no, because I know my lifestyle. I know the kind of person I am. So it's one of those things where if I get up, I can devote my time to somebody, and I do, but that's where I'm saying I'm not a person that argues because it's just, hey, you knew I was, I was a $6 million man. I, I want to be active. I want to do stuff. Not active like that. You know what I'm saying? But constantly doing stuff, constantly working. But if you don't want to be with me, go be with somebody else and you'll be upset at the fact that they're a loser. Mm. Alright well we're, le- we're that went. I'm not making a video clip Out of that section that, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but it's still on the pot I'm not cutting it either <laughs> That was a little No clip No I understand hey. what you're saying Because I was going to say yeah. The same thing uh, Before you said it Because um, you, you kind of went into Yeah they want this guy That's uh, focused and driven And all this But then once they see that They're like damn This dude is really Focused, focused yeah. and driven Like I don't got time Yeah but that's what you want. Like this is this is where I, I want to elevate as much as possible, and I'm gonna bring you with me though. But sometimes it just has to be me by myself, and it's, it's great when you have that that partner or that other person that can kind of push you. 
Um, and you guys don't even have to really be interested in the same thing, but you guys have to have you guys have interest in the same goal, which is trying to elevate each other. You know what I'm saying as a as an individual and then as a um, as a tandem. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that's the reason why celebrities are together? Yeah, it's always I go after people that match my lifestyle. Because remember Russell Wilson got drafted and he had that white shorty in the photo doing all this and yeah, Patrick next, Mahomes is out of there. She's gone. And then obviously now Russell Wilson was Sierra. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where when I think about that kind of stuff, I go. You have to have something that's gonna match your energy. Cause they were like, but I love what I got. Oh, I got you know one after this. Ooh. Let me hear. Let me hear what you got. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. So right off of that, we can talk about it. We said this before. So that that matching, like, are there soulmates? Twin flame. I believe in that. How do you? I don't know. So if somebody is perfect for your soul, wouldn't they be doing? the same thing as you on the other side or is it someone that perfectly matches what you're missing is that what a I mean I think is? it's all opinionated but if I think soulmate I think the person it can be because I think there's different types of soulmates like you have friends that are soulmates um obviously your parents are your soulmates should be <laughs> um but <clears throat> if we're talking about relationally what if what a opposite sex um I think it's somebody who fits you you know what I'm saying? You fit each other. So like like we were just saying, like that person, like if you're driven and all of that, sometimes it takes another driven person or it could just take somebody that just has your back. They mm-hmm. might not even be as driven as you, but they understand that that's your, that's your, your way of working. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. And I believe more in opposites attract. Yeah, that's I what do. I'm saying, like an opposite type of thing. Because I feel when you have somebody that, because when it's, when it's opposite, it means more, they see your vision, but they're just not willingly wanting to do what you do, but they understand, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of times what happens is when you got somebody that's so similar to you, you're going to butt heads. Mm-hmm. But when you got somebody that understands you, just is able to be able to fall back and not having to want to be in the spotlight, they can champion you. I think so. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you have soulmates. You have you, you don't have a soulmate. I think you have like I think you have I think you have potentially like thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like thousands of soulmates, that. right? Oh, so okay. I think there's like a certain like a small percentage of the population, maybe maybe one percent of the opposite sex, like the whole population would be somebody that would really, really fit. But in a world with however many billion people we have, there's some a small percentage of people who have who would make a good fit. But that's that's an interesting question. Got though, because sometimes like the way the way you like the way you meet somebody if you just like tweak a little couple of variables, like you may never have met that person. Yeah. You may never have met that person before. Like you, you grew up in this city, you yeah. ran into him, you saw him, you saw him across the room at that place. You yeah. might not have been there that day. You never maybe would have got back to him. So there's a lot of chance involved, but I think part of that means you got to like filter in who you want to be with. To where I feel like one thing that does happen to a lot of people this is actually a weird, a funny story. Well, kind of sad a little bit. I won't, I won't name the <laughs> names. But like, no, so I was in, I was in the car driving with this couple. We were going out in the bar drinking that night. Um, Swingers? Were, no, 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 no. Wait. They were, they were just like a married couple, and I was going out to the bar. Like Swingers. They were, they were, no, you were driving. Oh. He said swingers. Swingers. No, no, no. So there's this. No, actually, they were engaged. So these two people, they're engaged. I'm, I'm just having a conversation with two engaged people in okay, the car. There you go. They're, I ain't gonna ask again. They're drunk, right? So, swingers. No. Okay. All right, all right. So I'm asking them the story <laughs> about I'm asking them the story about how they got together, right? And basically, they went out on like two dates, and then the girl was like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of 
done with this whole dating scene. Like, I'm really, I'm really serious. Like, are you serious too? And he was like, yeah. So they basically kind of both admitted that they got together because they were like tired of dating. Mm. They were like tired of going through the whole dance. Like you go on a couple days, you know, you have relationships, maybe last a couple weeks, a couple months, it flames out. So I feel like a lot of people get into that where they don't find their soulmate. It's just like whoever's closest to them and they reach the age where they just want to be they settle. done they and they just want to settle. And I feel like that's the vast, not that you need the perfect person, but I feel like the vast majority oh, of relationships sure. and marriages is just settling. The last, the, the person you meet when you're 20, 28 years old, you're ready to settle sure, down. That's who you end up. Right. So that's exactly what happens to people. So that's hmm. my two cents on the soulmate joint. I got like, I got like a nickel. Yeah. Um, so with settling, I don't know. I don't see myself being like a settler. I feel like I'm like almost like leveling up rather than settling <laughs> because like like Dino said, you know, it's just like somebody's there to have your back. Right. Ayo, you said that there's a potential for more than one soulmate, which I agree. So I think that's what a lot of people get into. Uh, I think that's another situation. So it's kind of reverse of settling. So you meet somebody and you're just not in the right spot, right space or whatever it might be. And you're like, ah, I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? So I have a question. Me and uh, Dell was talking about this a minute ago. Um, do you risk, because it might be, a, let's say it's 10, other, 10 people that are your soulmates in this world, right? Um, do, you, do you miss or risk, I should say, passing up on that one in hopes that you would find that second one? You know what I'm saying? Because there's no certainty there. And you know what I'm saying? You might not be in that right space um, mentally or, you know, Financially, whatever it might be, you know what I'm saying? But is that a risk that I'll ask you guys, we'll just put ourselves in hypotheticals. Let's say we're in that situation where we meet somebody and it didn't work out or whatever, and then um, there's a potential that you can fight for it, you know what I'm saying? Or do you risk that at, or just say, fuck it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and fight for it or I'm going to just go and say, I, I'll meet somebody different. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about the situation because, like, if you go in thinking that you have more than a second, mm. damn, that's a bar. So, so maybe yeah. you're gonna not put as much effort that you should into that one relationship that, that you're in. Yeah. So, you might mess up the opportunity to be with your original soulmate chasing the second one. Yep, damn. So, good cleanup. I feel like that you'd only have that one soulmate. If things, didn't, if things didn't work out, if things didn't work out, like you guys came to a, a mutual agreement where it's like, no, you can it's live not with that. you, it's me situation, or we should be better off as friends situations, then, you know, break off. But if you like one foot in, one foot out, thinking that you would find somebody else, you're really not going to find yeah. that love in that person that you're with at the one But side. see, I always talking about settling. And so don't you ever get nervous about the fact that being in a place like Minnesota, knowing that you could travel to Texas, you could travel to New York, and you could run into somebody that's a spitting image of you, and you just never had the opportunity because you put all your eggs in that basket in Minnesota. You know, so that's, I think that's the reason why I stayed single for so long because I just got so nervous knowing I've just been in this one spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just imagine if I actually got out of this spot. But did you ever consider taking your significant other to that place too and seeing if they might be different in that same situation as well? Like, what if you took your shorty to Texas or there's, New York at the same time you're there's dating? There's always going to be a better something. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah, the, the potential is always better. Something or a richer person, you know. It's yeah, always exactly. gonna be somebody who's got What's something that? I else. I love on yours, you. but speaking of J Cole, I love yours. It's always gonna be some. It's always gonna be some, be some chick that's better. You know what I'm saying? And that's the scary thing about the whole thing, though, because if you're one of those people that constantly keeps trying to find that person that's better than the next person, then you're also becoming that person that is 16 single and yeah. never had kids. TV show. Yeah. You, you know, is that, is that yeah. show? No, I'm saying. Oh, it could be. That's good. Alliteration. Yeah, that makes me think about like money, right? <clears throat> so like if you don't have enough money and you're like struggling in a job and you feel trapped and like you hate it, that's terrible, right? So you need you need to get to a certain level to like get out of that. You want to have your own freedom. But then if you if you keep chasing chasing money and you're like you're like a billionaire and you're working all the time and you have all these houses and stuff, but like you're still not fulfilled because no amount of money is enough. I feel like I feel like it's the same way. So it's kind of like I almost think a soulmate could be someone that it's actually interesting. Have you ever had it where you ever had it where Lisa's happened to me where somebody who they just kind of like liked you, they just liked you up front and like they didn't they didn't play a ton of games with you. They were just like straightforward with it. Yeah. And it almost kind of like turned you off a little bit to where you wanted like you wanted a little a little bit more of a challenge, but they were actually just like securing themselves and they just liked you. Sometimes I think that could be your soulmate to where we're always chasing after like the baddest one who man. everyone wants, <laughs> who's like everyone's hunting after, but yeah. there could be someone who maybe isn't who maybe isn't as desirable is not even the, the right word because what does desire even mean, right? But they're not they're not high maintenance and they actually just they're not trying to front and we have so much like in the dating in the whole dating game, like there's so there's so much front end, there's so much little games people yeah. play, shit people do where Everyone, everyone's afraid of getting hurt. Getting hurt. Everyone's afraid of catching feelings. Rejection. Everyone's afraid of rejection. So everyone's always dancing around it to where the the mo is not exactly to like let somebody know how you feel about them up front. Yeah. It's actually something you sh- probably shouldn't that's do what, right away because that's that comes off that comes off weird, yeah, right? Two, but you two, you plan two forward. two forward. Yeah, and that's that. I think that can push people away too. Of course. Yeah. At, at the same time, sometimes you're like, well, fuck it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I think that, that, I think you can do that at a certain point in your life when you get mature enough, you've been through enough, and you're like, all right, you know what? I don't got time. And that's kind of like what you said with the settling. Like, you just be upfront, like, hey, man, like, I've been through enough. You know what I'm saying? I know what I don't want. I know what mm-hmm. I want. And I think you might be it. Mm-hmm. So let's just figure it. Let's see what we can do and then go from there. So can you, <clears throat> so can you meet somebody and, Build them into your soulmate. Can someone develop into your soulmate? Yeah, I think everybody can grow. Okay, so so if you met somebody and right off the back, it kind of wasn't like that potential. Yeah, that, it's like that. It wasn't that perfect match, but then over time it grew, yeah. and then it's like okay, well, you rub hey, off on one are, another. Mm-hmm. You are my soulmate. You know I think so, uh, yeah, I think a relationship, a great relationship. Anyway, just like even with friendship, I think it's a tug of war regardless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a give and a take, and you know what I'm saying. Like so, I think you got to compromise, and I think that's a constant battle you know what i'm saying like i don't think you're ever just okay we're here nah yeah tomorrow or even the next month after that argument where you're logical and she's uh emotional now i might be here full circle see i don't know about y'all but when i see some couples who are been together for a minute they start looking like each other i hate that of course, i see yeah. it all the time it's though so but weird. then i think that's up, those- joe uh sarah I, I don't know about all that. But <laughs> I was like, Wait, who? Sarah might be a joke. It's like that. It might be. But no, I'm saying because no, but like we talked about that earlier though. So Monty and I were having this conversation where Father Time's undefeated, right? So we could be in our 30s right now. We could feel like we on top of the world, but then. 
Father Time is always clicking. It's yeah. always clicking. Yeah, 40. You know what I'm saying? And then 40 going to hit you, and then 50 you know going to hit you, and 60 right and 70. Here. And then you get to a point where if you, get, if, you, if you get so lost in the stuff that's happening around you because you're just so fixated on the stuff that you're doing, things are happening around you, and you're missing it. So Monte was telling me, he's like, Tim, if you don't have a kid before you're 35, let's just say, you're going to be the person that's going to be at these high school football games if your kid plays football, guy, boy, boy girl, whatever it is, and you're going to be the person that is so old that you ain't going to be able to enjoy it. And I go, well, Monte, I'm going to take care of myself. But then he goes, well, Father Time is, is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where in relationships. They even tell me that. Son. <laughs> <laughs> even now. Uh, yeah, I get that too. I'll be thinking that too. Like you got to think about like even like a playground, bro. You go running around. Like you like you came to me like two weeks ago. It's like, bro, I'm going to have to do something different in running because my knees is hurting. Hmm. Imagine your son or your daughter, you know, at the playground. And they gonna play for three hours, and you yeah. gotta run around, put them on a the slide, take them off the slide, push them on a the swing, you know, chase them around the park, and all of a sudden, you're like, bro, hold up, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to hire a babysitter to go out to the park every time. Now, you know, you gotta miss that connection with your kid. I'm in the same boat as you know, just about everybody, the the three others in this room, because I don't know what y'all two, but I ain't got no kids, you know. I got kids. I know you got kids. That's why I said I'm in the same boat as these guys, you know. So. We are behind the curve if you think about all the other friends. Yeah. You know, who's yeah. had a kid Ooh, at either that, 20 or yeah. 25 or 30, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, but at the same time, it's just like there is a window to have a kid, but I just don't want to have a kid just to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. You know, no yeah. sense. Like, I don't want to just <laughs> have a kid, you know, like, I, 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 yeah. like I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be like a baby's father. I want to be a father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just why, that's why I've been holding out. So I really hope there's somebody that's 20, whether it's a female or male that's listening right now, because I listened to this dude on his YouTube page. It wasn't you, Io, but somebody else, where they pretty much said, now they said a lot of people get so fixated on this path of while out in your 20s, figure it out in your 30s. You know what I'm saying? So like if somebody that's listening right now that's 20, get to the bag in your 20s. Get that stuff locked in in your 20s. And then like, Work in your twenties. Don't go out there and party. Don't go out there. I mean, you can still party. I know, but but, <laughs> but work, realistically, yeah. it's one of them things where we. I think we all follow that blueprint where we just thought in your twenties, let's party, party, party. Now in your thirties, try to figure things out. No, realistically, I think a lot of us did that, bro. I partied in my thirties. Nah, late twenties. You got you got to almost think about like the times of turn. You got to see like the cast that were like twenty five and thirty when we were growing up. You know what I'm saying? True. When he had that ten or twelve years on us. And we was looking at them like, yeah, man, we turned 25. This is what we got to do. When we turn 30, this is what we got to do. Now we're that age. And the kids are looking at us like, because, oh, that's what we got to do, you know. But that's so the scary just, thing because just, we didn't even, now that I know that the teachers that I had were the same age that I am now, if not younger, at that time I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So I was listening to something else. Where Will Smith had the number one song in the country, and he still was in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. When I was watching Fresh Prince, bro, I thought Will Smith was probably like 30 years old when I was watching Fresh Prince. Yeah. Maybe not 30, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fresh Prince. Today's the 30-year anniversary of the first episode. That's crazy. They're doing doing a uh, reunion show on HBO. Okay. Oh, for real? When that drop? Uh, They haven't said it yet. That's crazy. Sorry. (laughs) But. Fact, man. Hold on. Sorry. I got a random thought. I got a random thought. Another one? Random. We all heard about the OBJ thing, right? Odell Beckham. We all heard about that. Here's my take on it, though. Yeah. If somebody shits on you, what happens after that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So two, two things going to have to happen, <laughs> Shit. in my opinion, because I don't know. You know, I wouldn't let it happen, first off. 
you gotta First have to off, change your sheets and you have to flip your mattress because like that's some dirty shit. Literally, literally, yeah, like, yeah, that's some dirty <laughs> shit. Bro, what is up with these white girls that keep coming out trying to blast all the black people? What they said now? That's Damn, shorty. Matt, the Trey songs joined a week oh, ago. Oh, he said black girls. I said white girls, black dudes. It's uh, cloud chasing. And then uh, who's the other one? Trey songs. It's every day, bro. It's, yeah, one it's, of like, it's really yeah. weekly, bro, for click, clicks. It's cloud chasing, and obviously it's been known for a long time. Black people run the culture when it comes to whatever's, whatever, whatever's the coolest, whatever's the coolest, what's the number one, what's the number one genre of music, rap. All, all the coolest athletes are the one Odell, Odell with the hair, with the cross earring, with, with the swag, with the drip, NBA players with the drip, right? And they just want to chase that clout. So it's like, it's interesting if you look at it like, all right, who am I going to clout chase? Odell with with the crazy hair and the or earrings, Peyton Manning. or Peyton Manning, exactly. You, oh yeah, with the boxer. No one, yeah, would even be a story. Oh, I shit on Eli Manning's chest. Like, who cares? Like, who cares? If he, they probably right? did though. That's probably the crazy shit. They're probably the one. Yeah, and the the thing is, white people get credit for all the weird, freaky shit. We don't do that shit. We don't do. Uh, serial killings. We don't do sex like, with dogs. Sex with dogs. We made uh, the dogs fight. Joe Budden got canceled <laughs> over that a couple of days ago too, bro. They talking about he was jerking so, off his dogs. Look at That's this. The Again, this yeah. is what everybody. This is how the world works. So look at Nick Cannon. He said that shit and uh, Viacom or whatever it was canceled it. Viacom, right? Yeah. So now Joe Budden. Joe Budden has this whole thing where he's not. Re- they're not renewing their contract with Spotify. Shout out to Joe Budden because they they're the first ones to ever get a. Uh, whatever, executive deal or publishing, whatever it's called, with Spotify, what, mm-hmm. three years ago. And now you see Joe Rogan had a super bag, 250 mil, whatever it was. Um, they got a Michelle Obama podcast over there. But anyway, so he said they're leaving Spotify a week and a half ago. They're shitting on him, right? <clears throat> no pun. Um, so now all of a sudden, three days later, now this whole entire smear campaign comes out where mm-hmm. he said a long time ago, jokingly, he was talking about he – Rubs his dogs on their private parts. I've I, I listened to the podcast. What did that happen? I listened to a podcast where his dog died, and this nigga sounded he sounded like his kid died. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> was it a boy or a girl? It was a boy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just like it's a joke, fam. But now you, this is how the world works. You know what I'm saying? I, I listened to the podcast yesterday that dropped, and the shortest podcast I've heard from them. This dude said like 17 words. Cause it was just like, damn, bro. Like, I just feel like people it's are tough usually lose a significant other, you know. Yeah, but people are usually looking for like context. You been drinking that cab too? No, I'm just kidding. Seventy five hard. Huh? Send them back. <laughs> no, I'm, be, I'm being an ass tonight. Let me chill. What no, you saying? Huh? People like love context. You know, like you got to think about like a statement like that. Probably was just taken out of context. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's just like you get the wrong context and you try to fill in everything else. Oh, uh, Joe, 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 or what else? Uh, Joe, Joe Budden. Budden was playing with somebody's underparts. Like, come on, like no yeah. one plays with a dog, a dog underparts yeah. unless you really want to, I feel like. But <laughs> fam, so, you know what I'm saying? But fam, <laughs> real talk though, we in a society that it's all about clickbait, bro. Yeah. I'm listening to yeah. Skip Bayless today. So today's National Shh. Suicide Prevention Day, yeah. right? Yep. And so I'm listening to Skip Bayless. Well, live, yeah, yeah, live me. on TV, talking about the fact that I don't really care if Dak Prescott lost his brother. Suppose, yeah. from what I heard, he lost his brother due to suicide. Yeah, April something like that. Yeah, and then Skip's going, "You're the leader of a football team. You're the leader of America's team. I can't feel any kind of empathy for you." And I'm, 
And that's the thing where, Damn. and I'm not, I'm, I'm, we're not going to get on no sad shit. I'm not even trying to get there, but it's crazy because for men, more black men though, we're supposed to be built where we shouldn't have any kind of emotions or feelings yeah. towards anything. We're not supposed to be vulnerable towards nothing. Yeah. Right. So when Skip is saying that as a white man to a 20 some year old black, who cares if he's starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? Who cares if he's got all the yeah. millions in the bank or whatever it is? The man lost his mom's in college. His brother and I took his life. You know what I'm saying? So do you really think that he should just be able to put shut that jersey on? Yeah. Yeah, 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 shut up and play. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's what it is. That's how they look at it. Shut up and play every yeah. single time. Yeah. Modern day slavery. Bro. How do you how do you guys feel about how do you guys feel about like topics like your mental health and like your masculinity as a black man in like twenty twenty? I feel like we should talk about it more. I feel like that like you said, um, there's the uh the stigma that as men that we we're supposed to be strong, we're supposed to take care of everybody. The mental stuff, we can go through it, but don't talk about it. Get through it. Um, but it's it's tough. Like, I've, I've lost friends from suicide and stuff like that where they did that, where they didn't want to cry in front of us or they didn't want to talk to us or whatever because they didn't want to seem weak in a sense or something like that. And we think everything's fine. And then next thing you know, oh, they were going through this? I had no idea. Um, so I think we should talk about it a hell of a lot more than yeah. as a society and all that for real. I agree. I agree that, you know, talking about it would be a, a great thing to do. Um, Cause like, you got to think about how much stuff is like swept underneath the rug and that we just almost pretend normal, like nothing ever happened. Cause that's how we were trained or brought up to do. Um, like some of those things just instilled in us just growing up, you know, like, cause you go through so much terror, trauma, hurt, pain, you know, keep the emotions going, you know. So when you get to that, that stage where it's like I'm almost depressed, no one ever wants to come up and be like, oh, bro, I'm just depressed, man. Mm-hmm. I'm down mm-hmm. and out. Be like, you yo, know? come on. Yeah. So how many times, you know, like you have you ever hit up somebody and was like, hey, bro, man, how you doing? Let's go out and get a drink, you know, for these reasons. First, like, hey, bro, let's go get drunk, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, you know, let's just hang out. So I don't know. I feel like checking in with your friends. Yeah, yeah. It's by the wayside. Like, even if, like, the five of us went out right now, we're not even going to be talking about our mental health. The game is on. We're going to be thinking about a game or I mean, I having asked these random week, conversations. So you said what? I asked y'all last week, so that's on y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, but on a day-to-day basis, no one ever does that, <clears throat> you know. Um, so, like, mental check-ins, friend check-ins, things like that, I feel like there has to be a way to have to do that coming up, yeah. you know, because, like, otherwise I feel like no one else is going to do it. Has uh, any of you guys ever been to therapy? I have. have. No. No? Oh, one time they made me go for <laughs> my probation. Uh-uh. So they forced me to So go. what yeah, happened? So that wasn't a young recognizance. So. Well, no. so one of my best friends is a therapist, and I... Recognizance, that's the name. That's... No, so then I actually, I started going to therapy. I went to therapy. I probably went to maybe three, four sessions tops. But then I stopped going. I can't say that word. I can't say that word. I stopped going. (laughs) I can't say it. But I stopped going um, because my therapy became putting a camera to my face. That's what my therapy became. So, like, even today what I was talking about where that's how I have to release things. So, therapy for me. It's not a, it's, I wasn't ashamed of going. I openly told people I went to therapy because 
me as a black man, I, I view myself a little bit different than most black men. Stuff like that, it doesn't make me less of a man. It really uh, doesn't. So all. that's why I said it. But but that's but that's the problem though. The the way that the whole narrative of therapy is, it makes you seem like you're weak and vulnerable. When I went to therapy, I went to therapy because I said, okay, I, I'm paying money, so the person's gonna have to listen to me. You know, and it got to a point where she did listen. You know what I mean? It it wasn't it wasn't a situation where it's your friends where they can find ways to gas you up. They can find ways to make you feel good. She legitimately didn't know me from the next person, and she just straight up listened to me, and it was dope. But then the reason I stopped going, because I said, the best way for me to deal with this is just to put myself out there. And when I do put myself out there, that's why in the mornings when I rant or whatever you want to call it, and then people respond back, that's my best way to engage with people. And that's, my, that's my best way to be able to release and be able to say, okay, I've just openly put it out there on a on video that I have I have emotions I have feelings right, but like, like think about how like the world has changed like even from like what are you like two thousand seven two thousand six you know when we were going to high school you talking about your next man like are you at the lunch table just joking around all the jokes in the world talking about you talking about your moms you know any joke. But now that's deemed as like bullying. You know, these kids yeah. now is like, oh man, I'm, I'm being bullied at school. Now I'm depressed. Now I'm, you know, uh, I don't want to say it, but like now it's like suicide watch time. But at the same time, it's just like we were going through the same thing that these kids are going through today. But we almost like just like swept it under the rug, came back to lunch the next day and did it again. Like I yeah. got a joke for his ass tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I got, I know what I'm gonna say to him next time he says that to me. You yeah. know, so it's just yeah. like the adapt is almost different now. Where it's almost like I feel like they're reaching for like a shoulder to lean on or cry on versus to be like, we got to come back stronger the next day. You know, so I don't want to say that they got weak, but I feel like yeah. Yeah, I feel like they softened up just a yeah. tad bit. Parents got I've seen people back in the day, people used to get viciously ribbed in high school. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. vicious. If it got too bad, like, you would just yeah. scrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was bad. But like and it was normal. It was normal. Was normal. And we grew up and it, it's not normal there. So like now it's like I have mixed feelings about like mental health and therapy and depression and anxiety. Cause like on the one hand, it's like you want to be more vulnerable, but then you don't want to lose like all of your mental toughness to where like everything offends you and like everything. Right. So I feel like some people, it's like two different extremes. Some people are going through shit and they're trying to be like too masculine and they want to mm -hmm. hide it. Mm -hmm. Then there's some people who aren't really going through as much that should justify how much quote unquote anxiety that they're feeling like some for some people there's a camp where it's almost kind of like cool to like have anxiety and like be lazy and not do anything right and like when it comes to something like therapy i see both sides of it too like if i were to go to therapy i would want i would want to talk to my therapist vent my feelings but then after that i'd want to be working with my therapist to like create an action plan like help mm -hmm. me help me improve my life i don't want to just go to a therapist for 10 years continuing to tell them tell them all my sob stories and never get better mm -hmm. right so right. it's like if you're going to the same therapist for 10 years and you're not getting better right you're, see, just, they, you're just lining their pockets right they say that yeah. to you though they, they say if you stop going i did my job and that's where with my therapist i just i straight up i didn't even tell her i stopped going i just stopped going yeah because that's good but the thing is there's people that go in there and they look at it as a crutch. They look at it as mm -hmm. if this person is going to listen to me and I can sob, sob, sob. And they keep going for 10 plus years. And the thing is, they never get anything out of it. I went three, four sessions and told myself, nah, you know what I'm saying? Because granted, they care, but they're still getting paid. 
they, they can sit there for an hour maybe. Time's up. When they when they tell you your time is up, that means that the money done ran out. Mm. Yep. And and, and that's, that's what it is on to the so in my head I'm going, yeah. you do care for me, but only when it's within that block. For fifty minutes. Yeah, sometimes you need yeah, sometimes like sometimes you need to confide in your friends. But then sometimes you got to be able to tell your friends when they're on um, bullshit. You need to tell their friends when, like, part of the reason sometimes, like, you could be depressed, like, some you could be depressed because you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, right? Or you could also be depressed, like, because your life sucks. Mm. Like, I've I've gone through I've gone through seasonal depression. You know when I was depressed when I dropped out of college, uh, when I was arrested, when I was selling drugs, when I was sitting at home smoking weed, drinking drinking every night, not doing anything, watching TV all day, playing video games. Wait, I wonder why the fuck I was depressed. Mm. Because of my life was fucked up and I was right. not making... Guess right. what? I, I didn't go to a shrink, but I did start doing things like I was watch, like watching videos, reading books, learning self-improvement. Guess what? When I started... Not that I don't do... Not that I don't drink or anything anymore, but like when I stopped drinking so much, when I stopped selling drugs, when I did my community service and got off probation, when I educated myself got healthier, made better friends, then I stopped being depressed. You right, know? right. So like, there's a combination of your circumstances and, like, the way that you're looking at yourself, you know? Yeah. Uh, this thing called life is a boxing match, bro. It, it, it literally, it's 12 rounds, bro. Some it's, of us fight Mike Tyson, huh? Son. It's hard, dude. But it, no, it's, it's so hard where I think <laughs> things happen to people because you have, it's rinse and repeat, bro. You have to get up the next day and you have to try to emulate that previous day that was might have been a good day, but... No, no two days are alike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, if you, if you are a person that wants to just coast, you can coast, but then eventually what happens is you're going to break. But then if you want to be a person that wants to figure out different challenges, different ways to better yourself, different, different things that you feel like you haven't done that you need to do to make this thing called exciting. If you're a person that has never been in a relationship and all of a sudden you tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to devote to a relationship. If you're a person that says that I've never been able to save $5,000, put, put, put a goal and say, I'm going to save five, like. Find different things to do to make this thing intriguing because there is days I go through seasonal depression too. There's days, especially in the wintertime here in Minnesota, I don't want to leave the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then I tell myself, I'm just like, well, you know what I'm saying? I can't stay in this house because even though staying in the house is the answer because it's like sleeping in. Like I have this thing where there's days I want to sleep in because I feel like I need to sleep in. It feels good to sleep in. Bro, the days I sleep in are the days that I'm just dead. I'm tired. I got no energy. I get up at four o'clock in the morning because that's just what works for me. That's that's my challenge. Whether it's jogging or biking or just reading a book, the list goes on, bro. And I just feel like so many people just keep doing the same stuff. You can you can only drink so much before it gets old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can you can only do so many drugs before. I seen uh, old boy Goldberg from uh, the uh, Mighty Ducks. He's six months sober now. They had that mugshot oh, yeah. of him back in January, whatever yeah. it was. He looked like he was ready to die. Now you yeah. see him now. He's six months over because he took a different approach. He started challenging himself. I'm going to be sober. For a guy like him, he had to take that route. Everybody's different, though. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. why this 2020 has been kind of mm-hmm. like like by the wayside by me, for me, you know. But for a couple other people, too, you know, everybody always, like, blaming COVID, blaming COVID. I mean, you could, but then you got to think about, like, how cowardly that sounds. You a bitch, man. Like, you can still do things even though the world is against you. Like, I feel like the world's been against me. Like, my life has changed since, like, 2017. So 18, I feel like I had the best year of my life. And I was like, oh, man. 19, I feel like I had the best year of my life. 20, I still, I've had a great year. You know, all things aside, whether it's the, the yeah. systemic racisms or COVID or, you know, the he, the her, the she, the he, whatever the case may be. Like, I feel like I've had a great year. You know, so I don't want to be like, oh, man, COVID has just depressed me. Yeah, COVID has fucked up a couple of different things for me. 
but they never put me down to be like, oh man, like you got to think about the things that COVID has done for me. I'm spending less, making more. See, you know. See, I'm like getting. A, I'm gaining a new look on life, outlook on life. See, you know, I'm recognizing the people that's actually around me more. Mm. You know, so it's like I'm taking this thing in account, of, and you know, I, I can see things at a different view now versus like. 2010 to 2019 where it was like oh shit me 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 what are we gonna do versus now it's like we you know so i'm like more like incorporating things around me versus just me being incorporated you know so yeah shout out to this uh 19 crimes by the way this mm. is you, fire you, you spending hey, you spin yeah. today bro we got? it's a uh, halftime of that game you um, spinning my ass boy Odell oh hell no oh hell no Chiefs up 17-7 and a half so are we good I like yeah. that. Yeah, let, let, whatever closing thoughts. Um, I really like that. What uh, Tim was saying. Turn it up a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Tim, you're right, dude. Like, that's the one thing I try to talk to every. It doesn't matter, like, if you're black, white, rich, poor. Like, life is hard, dude. Hmm. It's hard. Any any circumstance you're in, even, even a billionaire has problems, and then people pouring the street have problems. It's like, you wake up every day, and every day everyone has that conversation in their mind where, like, you're trying to you're trying to have that fight like you have that you have that image of that person you want to be the things you're trying to do and then you got to bump up against that shit every single day and that's what we're all doing so like that's probably why we should have some kindness for each other right so like everything's so divisive so toxic right now everyone's everyone is in pain bro like everyone is in pain that's why there's so much lashing out not that society is going to do it but i'm going to try to be like more Lighthearted, empathetic, try to help people not be as judgmental type shit. So that's what I got. Me, hey, you listening to this? You going through anything? Depression? You just want to talk? You hit me up on anything. I can hit these guys up. I'm hilarious. So if you want to laugh, you can hit me up. <laughs> Tim, Io, if you want an inspiration, learn about some beer or something from James. Hold on, dude. Don't ever try to throw me under the bus. Like, that's all I have to offer. It's, <laughs> it's past, pa- past the hop. Hey, if you want anything for it's beers, a, just let him know. Like, see, look, past the hop beer profile. <laughs> no? All right. All right yeah, so, yeah, hit, hit me up. If you want beer, go to the <laughs> 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 Hops is never bringing wine to the podcast again. <laughs> I, like, I like him on the wine, man. <laughs> Reading it now. We need to We got to delete a whole hour. Oh, my clothes. <laughs> Hops, you got anything? Nah, man. Um, I hate when people say nah and then they talk. <laughs> nah, I don't got nothing. Well, first you know, of all. Hey, so on, on, on no, you know, like a random thought, here we go. But I have the funniest grandma, bro. Because it'd be like, literally, like, we'd be talking for 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, grandma, you know, I love you. I'll talk to you later. She'd be like, all right, well, cool. I love you, too. I'll talk and to you later. Going, yeah. And then she'd be like, but did you hear about this? Like, <laughs> Not even a bunch of years. Yeah, so. We're talking about 500 hours already. Like, I'm running out of my inner time. Bro, I'm running out of song. How long you but, going uh, right No. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I feel like I don't have anything to really say. I think I said it during the show. Uh, so if y'all want to pay attention, I'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, you know? All right. Um, you got, did you say something already? 
I was going to say my advice to everybody, take a lot of pictures, take a lot of videos. Look at those pictures and videos from the previous year. See where you're at the current day. If you feel like you've advanced from that previous year, that day, you're doing something right. Because this day last year, I wasn't doing a podcast with y'all. This was a challenge and something that we talked about we wanted to do, and now we're doing it. So hopefully this time next year, we're doing the same podcast, but we're doing it possibly, who knows, at a different venue. Madison Square Garden. Spotify, maybe. If I'm in light in the dark, we made this from a fucking real shitty situation and birthed this podcast. But that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But that's where I think with people... People get so fixated on they feel like they don't want to be, um, they don't want, they don't want to look like they're egotistical when they were when they're taking pictures. Of record. I do all that stuff because I always want to just revert back to say, oh, sh- four years ago this day I was renting out, I was living in a basement on somebody's crib. Now I got my own crib, and then now this time next year we're gonna I'm gonna have my own crib with my lady. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I'm trying to take those little baby steps nice. on the day to day. No, but like that's real talk though. I mean that's oh, just no, I was yeah. crying. I just I just feel that's the best way to keep yourself going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just That's it, man. Pull this kid out, man. Word to Chuck, Chuck English. English. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so just kind of piggyback on that. Just I thought about this today too. Just don't don't be afraid to to voice what you want. You know, um so like if you wanted if you want to start a podcast, say that shit, but then work towards doing it. You know, um if you want to play Division 1 basketball, say that shit. And then go for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't be afraid of that. Every day is a new journey. You know, yesterday we, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's not promised. So let's make sure we live through. Not I. Um, I believe D1 I can basketball. become a D1 <laughs> nah, you're basketball they don't, they don't like prospect. <laughs> but um, as always, it's five mics. Uh, Tim is at, at Tim Nella. James is at, at Pastor Hops. You got Io at Io the Author. Monte is at Black Anonymous. I'm at D Norris II. Hope. Podcast is five, like the number, M-I-C-S pod. That's five mics pod. It's episode 12. Thank you guys again for listening. We're about to go watch the rest of this game. Episode 12, five mics pod. We out of here. And he just Judy all. First thing I'm going to do is free wheezy. Go. And I take probation. I don't want that T.I. in big vacation. Private plane, big location. I'm going to the bank to make a big donation. Yeah, I don't stun, I stun hard. And if the food ain't on the stove, I hunt for it. But in the meantime, you could call me Young Roy. Jones Jr.